I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Um, but he thinks that he was born, like, he has memories of a past life, and he has, like, a birthmark on the side of his head. He's like, this is where I shot myself. That's the first memory I had. And people on the internet are like, uh, you didn't shoot yourself. You went to Brazil, you dummy. Wait, wow. I think I found... Feel he's got cipher? a no- he's got a nose ring that makes it look like a Hitler stash. Uh, oh no. yeah, I see this. Weirdo. Is he from Germany? I think he's American. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> dork. Oh no! Oh, my God, what a loser! The hair. This guy makes yeah. Hitler look straight, <laughs> right? Well, he got in trubs because he was wearing a trench coat that had like a an iron cross swastika yeah. thing on it. The people are like, he, why are you wearing that? He's like, because I'm Hitler. Was he saying, <laughs> it's, it's World War I, please? That would, <laughs> yeah. that would throw me for a loop if that was the response. I'm like, why are you wearing that? Because I'm Hitler. Like, what? <laughs> like, well, I guess it makes sense if if you're him. Carry <laughs> on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> start the episode on. now. Oh, Travis, you want to start the episode real quick? <laughs> Speaks, oh, yeah. Speaking Welcome of to the Roast Mortem Grammys, where we're not even going to talk about music at all. We're going to be talking about sports. That's right. I'm Travis. I'm Tom. I'm Connor. Oh, hey, it's Richie again. Hi, guys. He's Richie, back. welcome back. <laughs> He's yeah. back. He stuck around. Now. I stuck around. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, but the, the Grammys were a lot of fun. I don't know if anyone I... caught Sam Smith. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in a like a ketchup outfit, <laughs> doing a song and having a hard time getting up. Yeah, tried to do Satan, ended up as a ketchup bottle. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. The song's very catchy, that Unholy song. I'll give oh, it yeah. to them. Yeah. But man, did they look shitty. And... They all looked so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> like, like the, the trash bag was the uniform of the night. <laughs> well, it's now we got a new Satanic Panic. I'm, I'm here for it. I don't think that's the case. You know, this would have had a little bit more impact when Tipper Gore was around. Right, know, right. Smacking yeah, yeah, kids yeah. for, uh, you know, doing anything. Bring back Tipper. Yeah. Bring the back the Tipper. only clip I saw was, uh, I don't know who the person presenting was, but I guess Assassin's Creed Valhalla won, like, best oh. video game. <laughs> and the guy goes, uh, the the Grammy goes to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. The hip hop performance was pretty bad too. It was just like every hip hop song that had ever charted or something, uh, and they threw it together and they gave everyone a certain amount of time. Uh, some of the acts, phenomenal. Missy Elliott, she shows up, she puts on a great show. Some of the older guys that started it off, like Run DMC and shit, mm. they had no idea what was happening. So. so they were kind of like half rapping, and one of them <laughs> fell. Uh, it was great. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Um, interesting night. So that was your week, Tom? Pretty much. Yeah, I, I got nothing else. That's why I'm going on about it. Uh, uh, Richie, how was your week? Uh, week was good. Uh, I was telling you guys earlier, I think the next day after recording part one, uh, I had multiple coworkers send in the email that they are not coming back, you know, halfway through the school year. Uh, mild scare. Um, just fun little drama. Um, they were just like, yeah, last day. I'm done. 
and you know the replies being yeah you know thank you for your your time we love you appreciate you and then just one one coworker decided to uh, go off the rails hit reply all and sent an essay about it almost felt like they were confessing their love uh for this person um but it was it was weird it was like you know we loved everything you did you touched uh you know all the kids uh and made an impact on their lives yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. Would. and then and then went Interesting like choice of words yeah. all of them eh? <laughs> and then just went into a spiral of like i can't believe i i woke up to this email how dare you oh man like this is so jarring and uh it was awkward because then you know the next day after reading that email, seeing him in the hallways and just like, oh, hey, like awkward, <laughs> awkward hello. Like I didn't read that essay, that manifesto. Hey, I'm surprised that more teachers don't shoot up schools. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't go the other <laughs> Why way. Why is it always the kids? <laughs> well, you know, like my friend group always makes fun of me because they that, that, you know, the joke of, uh, you know, teachers being armed. And uh, they immediately go, Richie's either going to, you know, point a gun at a kid and say, I hope you have the homework or <laughs> spin it around and accidentally shoot myself in the foot. And I'll be the first teacher to go to the nurse for a bullet wound. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. That's Every thankful. libertarian going, damn it. <laughs> you know our we got it. We got to take it away. <laughs> well, Wait, was it, did they all leave because of the episode last week? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was really trying to get my coworkers to listen in, and they just said, "You know what? That's yeah. that is it for Can't me." Can't be associated with that. Can't be associated with that guy. Gotta go drink poison now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta switch to a charter school. <laughs> Connor, what's happening? Uh, what's happening with me? Hmm. Really, not much these days. Just chilling. Low key. Do library games. Library games. Ooh. Did a lot of program booking today, which Fun. is just a lot of forms to fill out. So know. what is it like? You do like mini TED talks? For no, well the other, the other people do mini TED talks. We had a mini TED talk on Buster Keaton Ooh. yesterday. Oh, okay. Huge Man. turnout. Twenty-seven people. He's cool as hell. Twenty-seven. <laughs> wow. Do they all know him personally? Uh, some of them looks like they could have been his contemporaries. Yes, uh, especially the presenter. Um, I would go to that though. Oh yeah, it was, looked too. like a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Now the programs I do are all uh, language learning, so uh, less TED talk, more language learning. <laughs> English. Nice. More actual learning than in a TED talk, so that's good. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I went to one of those events once uh, for a Fleischer Brothers thing. So mm-hmm. very much in the same vein of a Buster Keaton. Yeah. I felt like a jackass. I think it was half <laughs> the audience size, and the guy was just stumbling over his words the whole time, like sweating. And I was was like, it oh. in Long Island? It was Cinema Arts Center. It was and probably my, the same guy. <laughs> oh, because oh. my, buddy, my buddy Ryan manages the place, yeah. and he, he walked in like halfway through and saw me. He's just like, why did you pay for this? Why didn't you call me? <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. I'm trying to be cultured or some shit. Travis, what's happening, man? Uh, well, talking about language, I was, I've been like, sometimes, you know, when you fall down a rabbit hole on the internet, and usually it's not on 4chan. Uh, At least it used to be on 4chan a long time ago when 4chan <laughs> wasn't like the bowels of the internet. It was but, the bowels of the internet. <laughs> well, it was, but it was You're a just different getting type old of bowel. Different type of cool bowels. bowel. Before yeah. the yeah. colon cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Before <laughs> QAnon colon cancer. Um,. But I've been following that rabbit hole. Have you ever heard of English? English? 
Yeah. I've heard of Spanglish. Is, <laughs> is it what I think it is? What do you think it is? It's kind of racist. I think it's a... What I think it is. What do you think it is? Well, it's just like a really, like a crude way of saying Ebonics. <laughs> oh, no. I'll speak English. <laughs> is no, it... there's like this... What, what do you think it is? I was going to say English is like a fishing English, like anglers. Oh, angle fish. Oh, so anglers. Specifically yeah. fish, speak. fish speak for English. I was purely thinking just angry English. Angry English. Just like the most offensive, like forward <laughs> yeah. thinking talk. All right, who's no, closest, Travis? It, it's, these grou- it's a group of like linguists, nerds, which I'm not, but I like, I kind of like peer in, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, what's going on there? And uh, they try to reconstruct English without any French or outside <laughs> language. So everything is in comes from the Germanic branch of English, you know. Okay. So it's like if if William the Conqueror never <clears throat> took over England, like or you know. I love so. discovering like huge wastes of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a fucking stupid thing to yeah, get into. This is a lot like Esperanto. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're like, I don't want all those words with, like, Ks that aren't even being used. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, German is nasty. That's why we borrowed a bit of French to smooth it out. Oh, hell yeah. French is very buttery, so use that and take some of the edge off the German. Yeah. So so I've been doing that. I've been playing the remake of uh, Dead Space, which I'm trying to translate to English. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Deed Spock. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Let's do an entire show in English. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, all right. Well, that not, it turns out that Richie had the best week. Oh. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Two coworkers <laughs> quit. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. best. So you also have the script. Oh yeah, so I good. do. I do have that. We were going to talk about the sky again. Yeah. Do you think Diego spoke English? Or did? He... <laughs> I mean, I'd be impressed if he spoke more than Spanish and English. I don't. He didn't speak Italian. I don't. I don't think he did. Wow. That's yeah. good for him. I don't know if he if he genuinely put in the time for it. I mean, <laughs> like whenever there's uh like an, a foreign player uh for an English or American team, like every now and then the team will post like an Instagram like, "Oh, they're learning. Mm-hmm. They're trying to learn the language." <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's more of a rarity than it is. Like also like in baseball when they get like a Japanese player. Oh yeah. Like it who like, knows? Either this is a tangent, but Ichiro Suzuki, <laughs> who's like one of the most probably the best Japanese baseball player to come to America ever. Yeah. He spoke English the entire time and he didn't reveal that until two years after he retired. That's hilarious. <laughs> Cause he was basically like, I could, he could speak English, not great, but well enough where he like, he communicated with his teammates exclusively in English, but he never spoke to the press and only spoke through a translator. Cause he's just oh like, I'm not God. dealing with that bullshit. That guy just one upped Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Staying yeah. sly. Wow. That's like Shang Kai Shek with Chinese and English. He just knew how to speak it. He just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? And it's hard enough. So Maradona, he's in Italy now. Uh, Naples, right? Yeah, yeah, the Naples man. Right. Um, yeah, where we left off, we stopped right before the 1986 World Cup. The the good. Uh, we're we're 26 years into his life. Um. So yeah, World Cup 1986. We're gonna go on to Diego Maradona. Uh, this is where he lights up the world of football. Um, it was in Mexico where he leads his side, plays every minute of the World Cup journey, scoring five goals and five assists, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I guess when you think about the amount of times yeah, in like, the team plays. What, six games? 
Five goals, five assists. Yeah, like yeah, six, seven lot. games or so. Yeah, pretty great. Uh, France, Belgium, and Mexico proceeded to the quarterfinals with penalty shootout wins. The fourth quarterfinal was Argentina and England. Uh, it was decided in normal time, but with no less excitement, Maradona would score the first goal. This is the infamous goal, uh, an apparent header, which would later turn out to have touched his hand and was termed the hand of God goal. I don't know if anyone's ever seen this. Um, I did watch it a while ago, maybe like 2010, yeah. around South African times. So mm-hmm. I really was like, who the hell is this character? It's great because on like the TV broadcast, it's so obvious that he just yeah, punches it, it in. He's literally got his fist like touching his head, and he's just like this. Yeah, and he just yeah. like punches it in. Punches it it in. looks like he's doing like a Mario jump. Like, yeah, no, honestly, you know, that's exactly it. Yeah. So this is kind of like what he's best known for, too, right? This like, is like, yeah. His... Everyone's like, oh, Maradona, the guy with hands. Yeah. Because, <laughs> the, uh, the hand man. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to do the quote, but there's a quote in the press conference after the game where they say, like, was it a handball? And he goes, it was scored a little with the head of Maradona and a little with the hand of God. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The True. infamous hand of God. If you talk to any person from England, they hate Maradona for that. Oh, absolutely. I mean,. Yeah. What was it England hasn't won since sixty six? Sixty six. Yeah, the English yeah. are far too passionate about dumb stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like beans and yeah. bread. What is that? Sausage rolls. <laughs> Sausage rolls. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, so yeah, nineteen eighty six. They'd win against uh, West Germany three uh, two. Towards the end, big deal. Um, Diego Maradona. Uh, as they say, despite the 1986 World Cup being an absolute success for Argentina, uh, nothing would top uh, the celebrations of Napoli's historic Scudetto in 1987. Again, Napoli being the poor team, they've struggled. Maradona was the guy to pull things together. This would be decided on the penultimate day, like the last you know, day of games. It was a 1-1 draw against Fiorentina, but that was enough to solidify them winning on points. Uh, the league. Yeah, on wow. points. Uh, as the final whistle sounded, uh, the, you know, the whole stadium exploded. There were 70,000 fans uh, waving blue flags. There was blue smoke, fireworks. Maradona did a lap of honor to salute his people. And that was all before, you know, kicking off the true wild celebrations. Uh, you know, as you expect, the dressing room, whether it's champagne bottles popping or what, a lot of butt touching. A lot of good job, <laughs> yeah. champ. A lot of good job, Tiger. A few of them naked Latins. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> to kind of continue off of the, the first part, uh, there was a mentioning of his great friend and physio, Salvatore Carmando. This man would kiss Diego's head ritualistically before every match. All right. Yeah. Go, he was the first guy go, he ran to. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Travis, I, I know what you're thinking. Which head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe he did like a double, yeah, like a yeah. double double. No one was looking. Nothing yeah. like a smooch from the homie to get you ready for the big game. Yeah, I mean Maradona's not that tall, so it's not like a yeah. you know couple steps up, couple steps down. Right. Now he's he's kind of. I feel like the boy wonderness has probably run off now, or is he still like everyone's I mean, like, oh my god, look at this dude. He's so young and so like good in his career already. Well, yeah, I mean. 
He's 26 now, so that's kind of entering like entering the prime, the prime, yeah. the prime of his right. career. I was going to say, if this is still uh, the young boy, then it'd be interesting if I, I was called that at school. Like, oh, whoa, <laughs> this young boy teacher. <laughs> He's killing it. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm 28. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he says, you know, the title for Napoli uh, means a lot more to him than winning the World Cup, which is kind of shocking. Uh he won a youth world cup in Tokyo. He won the world cup in Mexico, 1986. Uh, but on both occasions, he said he felt alone. He had no friends with him, but he says the city of Naples are with me because I consider myself a son of Naples. Oh, again, going back to the, you know, the cult, the cult, uh, you know, the delirious fans took to the streets. The whole city was brought to a standstill. People of all ages enjoyed the party of their lives. And one which lasted in many places for a month. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's fun. The partying was that long. Oh, well, on. he's calling himself the son of Naples. I want to see him make a pizza pie. <laughs> I don't think he probably ever made a pizza pie. You know what? I'd be a little mad if there was no, like, little TV thing where he was <laughs> assigned, like, an Italian chef and making a pizza together. That would be great. Do you, I want to look. Do you, think after, do you think after they won, they all got pizza? That'd be great. If you guys win, we're going to get pizza. <laughs> we're going to get pizza after this. With There's cocaine no winning here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he might have gotten distracted making pizza with all the flour, just like not really being yeah. sure what it was. What it was. Like, right. That's as big as my cocaine pile at home, so <laughs> Listen, how do I know it's not cocaine? Yeah, he's freaking uh, out, throws it into the coal fire. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I used to say that I, uh, you know, I was in a relationship with a woman who liked cocaine, so I thought I liked her too. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of this type of cocaine. You're calling it semolina? Ooh, this is strong. What region of Colombia is that? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, cars honking horns, fans dancing on roofs of houses and buses, unhelmeted teenagers on Vespas, this article said. Uh, Whoa. Yes, taking the helmets off because they were wearing Maradona wigs. While locals held mock funerals carrying coffins of uh, the northern Italian team Juventus, <laughs> that is so much. What was what so was Maradona's mop like? Did he have like a Beatles haircut or something? It was just a uh, kind of had like a perm. Yeah, it was like poofy, it yeah. poofy black hair. Okay, so I mean, easy, easy Halloween store oh, pickup. Yeah. I feel yeah. Blue shirt. Yeah, the, ne- the Netherlands do a similar thing around Christmas. Have you ever seen pictures of oh, yeah, that's when they fun. dress up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, so they so they had these coffins with, you know, Juventus, the northern team. They had it outside the city's biggest cemetery, a banner that read, You don't know what you have missed. And uh after decades of abuse and suffering, both on and off the football pitch, the oppressed Neapolitans could not contain their joy. This hatred for the North is what made Maradona's achievement so special, right? Again, that North and South divide. This is the South Arise Again Italian version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got no idea what you missed down here. You got no idea. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they pull out the General Scipio and jump it over the fucking river. <laughs> yeah so uh you know it kind of went in depth as to why there was like such aggressive rivalry like italy unified in 1871 they weren't happy about it nope and uh in terms of the economy of it the north had the fiat 
uh, factories. That's about it. <laughs> it is actually very similar to like the U.S. North-South divide, yeah. where it's like the North is the urban rich, exactly, and the South is just like hicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's the whole fashion industry and stuff is up north. Yeah. Everything. Down every, south, they like, have religion, yeah. just like yeah. yeah. <laughs> every Italian city that the average person can name, aside from Naples, is in the north. <laughs> right. That's good though. We like the north. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. We up like the to north. Dress the north well. will rise again. <laughs> That'd be a good tattoo. <laughs> that would yeah. be a good tattoo. It's like Abraham Lincoln, and then the North will rise again. <laughs> we will finish the job. <laughs> yeah. So to go with that animosity, like when Maradona's team traveled to away matches up north, they would they would say either "Welcome to Italy." They would say "Wash." <laughs> uh, they would say "Napoli." The Cholera sufferers and Vesuvius wash them with fire. <laughs> just very casual, <laughs> casual things to say. So they, wait, I'm sorry to correct, but I think it's cholera. Yeah. So they're basically just saying you're <laughs> shitting constantly. Yeah. Stinky butthole people. Do the poops. Let, let the volcano wash away your filth. You, you guys ate way too much oil and garlic. Just a mess down there. <laughs> you're a mess. Yeah. I'm imagining an American team, like the fans chanting against like the Seattle Seahawks saying like Mount St. Helens burn you away with fire. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I don't know what the team is down in uh, new Orleans, but like bring Katrina back. <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs> yeah. Just like the most, whatever's the worst thing that happened to that state or city. Like, let's just bring it up again. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, we would take the nine 11s, but then everyone's Ooh. like, that'd be really funny if at a Patriots game, they're just chanting at the jets. Nine 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't and Jersey's isn't the... like we had people there too? Yeah. They're like fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> isn't isn't Chicago's like MLS team like the Chicago Fire though? Yes. They just yes. owned it. <laughs> they They're like, oh it, yeah, yeah, you know, all right, yeah. Yeah, they wear it. They wear it with pride. It was long enough yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> and 150 years from now, there's going to be some 911s out there. <laughs> oh man, I'm surprised the Jets, in like a fit of 911 patriotism, didn't change their names. To like oh, the New York Freedom Fighters or something like that. that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the that's day after. That's actually surprising, yeah. right? Don't you think like all the dumb shit we did after 9/11 as a country? Mm-hmm. How did we not rename the Jets somehow? Whoa, They're whoa, like whoa, whoa. Jersey. Yeah. We have Jersey. Jersey too. <laughs> yeah. We need our Jets. We gotta cl- reclaim our Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Make the Jets us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Maradona would say everyone and everything was against us. The worst was the Welcome to Italy banners. Uh, the whole North versus South battle made me stronger and gave me a chance to do what I like best, fight for a cause. And if it's the cause of the poor, all the better. So that was kind of like his biggest motivator for this. So he says anything that he did with Napoli was the best thing to ever happen to him. It's um, crazy. Yeah, he would have thrived on Alabama FC. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I thought this was really interesting just because it ties to what's going on in, in soccer today. But the North, uh, Juventus being the biggest team, you know, they're the biggest representation of Northern affluence and power. They also had an issue in 2006. They were stripped of uh, their championship the year before and relegated, brought down a whole league for match fixing. And... Oh, was this like the Berlusconi scandal? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. 2006. They call it the Calciopoli. And uh, the only reason I bring it up is because I think just the other day, Manchester City, like the biggest team in, or one of the biggest teams in England, 
Um, there's an issue of financial fair play. They've just been spending out the ass. And you know apparently what? the rules are you have to spend a certain amount as to what you also earn. Yeah. Right. Because so you of can't just ownership. have like a rich owner do it all. So yeah. it wasn't like, wasn't it just like 10 years ago or so that uh, Man City was like the underdog? Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. blew the fuck up. Yeah. They were yeah. like the team that never could always yeah. like, not even like a Europe competitor at all. No. Right. Yeah. No, no, like no. always kind of fighting to just stay in the middle. And then they got bought by the sovereign fund of Qatar, basically. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. say, Tom, that's there we called go. a discount. That's called a <laughs> <Yeah>. discount. <laughs> An oil discount. Yeah, and the same yeah. thing happened last year where Newcastle, which is this, like, one of those teams that was sort of, like, prestigious in the 70s and 80s and just had fallen on, like, a hard three decades. Oh, that's right. Then got bought by the Saudi crown prince <laughs> and now is going through the same process I, I of buying I think Saudi everyone. princes should buy everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let it happen. It's yeah. gonna happen. It's they're, the end. They're it's buying the end WWE game. now. Yeah. They're doing sports and sports entertainment. Why yeah. not? I mean, yeah. I think I think that the Saudi prince should have bought every Leonardo da Vinci painting, put them on his yacht, and just sank it. Because he did <laughs> yeah. it with one, he should just have done it with all of them. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Let's start over again. <laughs> let's do what they want us to do. Oh man. Um. So, you know, talking about that north and south difference you know the the people of naples they also despised you know former dictator benito mussolini um and then again maradona has this connection he was a close friend of fidel castro apparently oh man revolutionary yeah he embraces this anti anti anti-establishment vibe perfectly um which is just a different establishment yes different establishment yes Yes. also i do want to say fidel seems like a good hang yeah. I would yeah. He's always seemed like a good hang to me. Yeah, I would hang. I, I don't like his politics, but I mean, like a lot of the guys who are extreme in their thought processes look like they're fun. Yeah. Gaddafi looked fun. Gaddafi. He looked fun. <laughs> Trump looks like a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> Trump looks like a loads of fun. No, he's got to be a good. No. Guy. I think he doesn't like even fun. drink. Yeah, he doesn't drink. Yeah. That's yeah, really the basis chills. of what you know fun what I'm is. Saying? He <laughs> chills. You got to see all the nice things that Kodak Black says about him. I just trust that guy. I just know that I wouldn't be able to chill with uh, Fidel because I have no clue. I, somebody's explained it to me how to play dominoes. I'm like, what are they doing? I would just smoke stogies with him. I, yeah. I would definitely like to hang with him. But he's, he's definitely more interesting. Um, Berlusconi. Also, pretty interesting. Well, he would just he'd walk in and there'd be fifty hookers that's, behind him. Like, yeah, that's interesting. That's at least interesting. Yeah. <laughs> did, did he know? Did he know that they did were? He, oh yeah, they're they're his. <laughs> oh, they're, they're for him. Was the entire time he looks around, he's like, "What?" <laughs> Isn't his wife like smoking hot too? Which one? I think he's got like. Four. Well, the latest one. <laughs> Probably. He's dead, right? Or no, he's still around. No, he's still around. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's. I think he's back in soccer again. You're waiting for the next episode. You're like, oh, yeah, it's close. It's close. <laughs> uh, yeah. So to combat this whole North and South thing, there was a, a clip from the documentary, obviously while he's most likely drugged up to a certain extent, uh, there's a scene of him sitting down with his two-year-old daughter, uh, Dalma. And even he was teaching her like anti Juventus <laughs> slogans and chants and the recording actually has her saying, Juve, Juve, Vafanculo, which is just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got her saying it multiple times. She has she no idea the, like, what the, it the, means. The, the and chin. he's so happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the importance being, you know, Napoli winning this, no one from the South ever won. 
And they didn't just uh, love him in Naples. All of poor southern Italy loved him. It wasn't just Napoli itself. He was seen as their emblem, the emblem against the powerful north, the one who took from the rich to give to the poor south. So he was like, wow. he saw himself as Robin Hood, because that's that's his quote. He's playing a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's playing a game within an organization. I yeah, mean, I, am, I am Robin Hood. I get all the money. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, after this, this big win... Um, they said that the words of the Lord's Prayer were changed in Neapolitan households and shop windows to our Maradona, who takes the field, we have hallowed thy name, thy kingdom is Napoli, lead us not into disappointment, but deliver us, deliver unto us the title, amen. I'm picturing dramatic. I'm picturing every house and apartment in Naples just looks exactly like a North Korean apartment, but instead of <laughs> yeah. Kim Jong-un, it's yeah. just Diego Maradona. <laughs> You could do that all day with different players and stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Think, think about like you know that, but it's Eli Manning. Yeah, you know, like that would be fun. Yeah, we could do it here. We can start doing it now. Yeah, I we mean, should. Eli. We should all take a knee on the field and do it. <laughs> Wait, don't do that. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So just as was said before, you know, coming to Napoli. Uh, he was mobbed by fans. Everywhere I went, there was commotion. I couldn't go shopping, couldn't go to the movie theaters, nothing. Those were the only two things he mentions. I guess there wasn't much to do there. <laughs> so he built a theater in his home and then yeah. didn't go shopping. I think no. I think he just struggled to figure out what else do people do besides cocaine. When yeah. asked, he's like, uh, <laughs> shopping, movies. Because yeah. we're still doing blow. Like, we're still going to the clubs. Yeah. yeah. He, like, yeah. took he just took a line. He's like, uh, movies, movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be completely honest. I kind of feel that way with drinking sometimes. <laughs> What'd you guys do? Oh, we walked. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all. Yep. God. So, yeah, he, uh, you know, there was multiple songs created in his honor. And, and, of course, thousands of babies were named after him during his time with Napoli. He was seen as every Neapolitan mother's son and every girl's boyfriend which is a little weird to me. <laughs> yeah, they even had journalists interviewing uh, young females celebrating Napoli's UEFA Cup success, and when asked which player they would like to sleep with that night, because that's a normal question, they all screamed, Maradona, Maradona. Dude, that's some that's some type of European news reporting. You know, they're like, oh, here's the weather. The woman in the village with the largest tits. <laughs> it's going to be rainy. Like half of these people, like they're re they're all related to Rocco Sofredi. So you know, he's out there going, "Ladies, who do you want to be fucking you in the ass tonight? Who do you want in your ass right now?" Yeah. And it's just this like, "Oh, all... I'm too That's shy hard... to answer." Not you, I Rocco. Know. We already did that, yeah. Tom. That's hard hitting journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, you guys drink look so milk? beautiful tonight with those titties? Let me see them. Come on, show them. Who do you want to be fucking tonight? Just. Just an interviewer with the mic trying to open up a blouse, yeah. just like pushing, yeah. forcing his way through. Yeah, the and you just, yeah, you hear the muffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so who will you be sleeping with? Maradona. Yeah. Maradona. This is just who we are. Very expressive. <laughs> we will touch you. You don't like? <laughs> so, of course, uh, Diego Maradona had a very colorful and controversial love life throughout his time in Napoli. Uh, despite living with his long-term and long-suffering girlfriend, Claudia Villafan, whom he had started dating when he was 16 and she 15. Oh, man, that's rough. Yes. Ooh. 
His former driver, Pietro Pugliese, claimed that Diego slept with over 8,000 women while in Italy. Ah. Yes. And I had to do a check. Wilt Chamberlain. 10. 20. 20. 20, Oh, it was 20. I always thought it was 20,000. And then I tried to get a number for Magic Johnson. It said 300 to 500 per year. And he played from (laughs) 79 to 91. 6,000. So okay. somehow, but he got disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, lost yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He didn't it's take like a duck, break. duck, goose, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter how many times you make it around the circle if you get caught. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had, to, he had to hang it up quick. So, yeah. He supposed over 8,000. These allegedly included television personalities, such as the American Italian singer and showgirl Heather Parisi, who said, I was in love with. Or no, Diego said, I was in love with Claudia, but I was no saint, and there were some beautiful women. Oh, so many. <laughs> that is a direct quote. Oh, so I'm many. I'm just picturing him get like a wistful, like, uh, like gazing into the distance, thinking about all. Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, Heather Parisi? Yes. Beautiful woman. Um, if you Google her name, you will find on YouTube, Heather Parisi. Why I am not vaccinated. So. <laughs> She's one of those people. Oh, nice. Nice. She got, she got that uh, Diego injection a long time ago. I, I don't good. expect people to be vaccinated, but I also expect them to not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need to know. Please. So, again, this is still 86, 87. There was a 22-year-old accountant, Christina Sinagra, who went public on the day she had given birth to her son to reveal that Maradona was the father and the result of a four-month affair. There was a bitter paternity suit following as Diego refused to acknowledge the boy who was also named Diego. Uh, I hope this was on Maury. (laughs) Diego Maradona, the father. That also doesn't mean much at this time. No, yeah, it doesn't mean much. Just a name. Uh, They wouldn't have a, a ruling until in 1993. They eventually would confirm that he was the biological father. Took two decades before he would truly accept his son. And he was quoted as saying, he was just a mistake. <laughs> yeah. That does sound very Latin American to me. Well, at least he's honest. Very yeah. honest. God. Uh, because sometimes you got to fill the pupusa. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes a platino comes out. You know what I'm saying? Son, you'll understand one day. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just chasing the pupusa. Wow. So this this affair with the 22-year-old accountant caused a great stress, obviously, on his relationship with uh, girlfriend Claudia. She would turn on the television and see a woman holding a baby and say it's Diego's, and he would come home crying, saying it was a lie. Girls would claim to have flings with him, and he would tell me not to believe them. I was very docile, so I believed him. So yes, long-suffering indeed, especially if it was supposedly over 8,000. This one never... Go ahead, Trace. I was going to say, last, last week we disclosed that he has hep C. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So it's probably very easy to track where he's been. <laughs> they didn't have good detectives back then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Naples, they might not have good detectives. Follow now. the trail. Yeah, I was say, yeah. like a third of the people in Napoli have hep C. <laughs> That's true. They love That's each true. other. It's like, nar- yeah. This doesn't narrow it down at all. This could yeah. be it's a beautiful one. Beautiful culture. Beautiful culture. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like when you're a super famous athlete and you're going to be sleeping with multiple women in a week, why have you not gotten a vasectomy? Like, oh, dude, I would never. (laughs) What? Why would you get that? 
Why would you want all these random kids running around? Why would you just pull out? Hmm. I'm not going to let a doctor in there. <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to let an assistant touch my sack. Mm, I'd freeze it and then go wild. Uh, maybe Diego was a fan of Genghis Khan, and he just wanted to make the entire population of Italy have some <laughs> descendants of his Argentinian If I have roots. enough sons, Naples will never lose a soccer game again. <laughs> yeah. It's truly not natural, you know. There's no way like a, a Latin American man is going to go, yeah, totally, doctor. He's going to be like, no, I'm, I'm div- I am a divine passion. <laughs> there is no rules. It cannot be with I pull with out health. sometimes. They Other times, me. I cannot. My passion tells me I can't. <laughs> yeah. The origin of the mariachi band. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Naples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Classic. God. Well, I mean, like, what was it? The, what's the, the jacuzzi for your balls? Have you ever seen those? No. No? Mm-hmm. There's, like, literally a, a, a mini jacuzzi that you could plug in. And it has like a little bench, I guess, for the taint. And then the nuts just go right in the jacuzzi. And I, I, I've done Secret Santa with my, my friends from high school. And we always just get each other the dumbest things. And I was looking into it. I was like, I think I'm going to get this guy the nut koozie. I don't know what it's called. And sure enough, I typed it in and it said that it, it if you stick your, your balls in there long enough, you could kind of... The the rumor was you could temporarily sterilize yourself. Oh, just a temp oh, sterile. Just yeah. a temp sterile. Uh. I was like, oh, this is good. First article. Let me <laughs> click and read the whole thing. Yeah, a little bit of parboiling. <laughs> yeah, just roast yeah, those swimmers. Hard boiled balls. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> so uh, yeah, although they had their breakups, they would eventually marry in 1989 after having two daughters together, Dalma and Giannina. The marriage itself, a lavish affair, costing a reported. One million uh, pounds. Over a thousand guests attended, with Maradona flying in two hundred of his Napoli teammates and their families on a Boeing seven four seven. I don't know planes, but that's yeah. just like the standard. It's pretty, yeah, it seems pretty standard. plain. It's the thirty seven yeah. and the forty seven. Those are pretty. I yeah. don't know which is bigger, but yeah. I don't think it's not. It might be reversed. From thirty seven, might be bigger. Is what I. I didn't saying. want to leave that out. I don't I know who was a plane nut in All this right. group. <laughs> I don't know why I care. <laughs> So yeah, the the venue. I mean, also they call featured... him Thomas the Plane Engine. Yeah, I'm Thomas the Plane. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy Plane Man. I'm the only plane on rails. <laughs> yeah. So this this venue where they were married at, or celebrated their wedding, a forty foot waterfall was there, and they arrived at the reception in a 1937 Dodge convertible. And in true Maradona fashion, the party lasted until 8 a.m. the following morning. Okay. So nothing, you know, just. Typical. That's actually kind of early for cocaine. (laughs) Sorry, I I had to look it up because that's who I am. The 747 is way bigger than the 737. Oh, Oh, it is way bigger. Way way bigger than the 737. Oh, okay. Wow. Now, despite uh, I don't want to come off as too racist here, but like, was (laughs) Pablo Escobar shit invited to these weddings? You know what? It sadly, I've I've never seen anything mentioned, but I'm glad that you're tackling the, the you know the criminal elements because we are in southern italy and um, as we've learned maradona and switching up teams is usually in a in a negative connotation so his extracurricular activities would cause him again record of attendance at training being pitiful he regularly missed or turned up late for sessions and would return from holidays or trips abroad days after schedule usually in poor physical shape and sometimes he missed matches as well at the start of the 1989 season, he refused to play the first month of the campaign 
after a disagreement over a proposed transfer to Marseille. He eventually returned to lead Napoli to their second Scudetto. This guy missed a month. And they still won the title? <laughs> yeah, he wow. still made sure they won. <laughs> Listen, if you're on enough people's walls like Kim Jong-un, you can get away with shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you also have superhuman powers just like Kim Jong-un. Yeah, you made the hamburger. You've seen that thing? Yo, no, I'm going to say you've seen that thing that Tesla made where it like, brings in all the electricity out on eastern Long Island? That's mm. his haircut. Oh, oh there sick. we go. <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah, it's like he's going to Super Saiyan 2. <laughs> oh, Super back to Saiyan. crazy leaders, though. Talk about Ooh. Kim Jong-un. Not a good hang. No. Probably yeah, no. not good at all. Wait, who's... Is Un the current one, or is that Ill? Oh, Ill. Oh, yeah. I think it's Ill, Ill now. Ill is current. It was Un. Un. Yeah. Un, I think, a better hang than Ill. Probably. <laughs> un, yeah. Ill, or Ill, Un? <laughs> That's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. yeah. Ill looks like an idiot mm. um, in a lot of ways. Not just how he looks. I mean, he yeah. looks like an idiot, but um, yeah, not fun at all. Looks like a baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're now seeing Maradona's kind of back on his bullshit, but at least the difference being, you know, Barcelona, he did not wait to be on his bullshit. At least with Italy, he's won something before doing that. Mm. So he's been going AWOL. The most infamous instance being after, or actually before a decisive European Cup match against uh, Spartak Moscow in 1990, uh, following a sex and drug fueled night out, Mar- Maradona refused to travel to Moscow with the rest of his teammates. And when he finally sobered up, he hired a private jet to take him to the Russian capital the <laughs> night before the game. He would finally join up with his teammates, but not before the socialist sympathizing Maradona had been given a private tour of Lenin's mausoleum in Red Square. <laughs> oh, wow. That's Ooh. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to do his own little sightseeing, I guess, while he was there. Dude, he- you know he did a line off that as bald sightseeing. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking <laughs> the same shit. Lenin's in that glass case, right? Yeah. yeah. Who gets glass tables? Swingers and cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. He's chilling. So now we're starting to see, uh, you know, Napoli kind of getting upset with his behavior. He's f- he finally gets punished, and he would start from the bench. And, you know, despite coming on as a second-half substitute, he could not prevent Napoli from losing in a penalty shootout. Now, you know, 1990, he's now 30 years old, they're saying, with his best days behind him. And Napoli seemed no longer willing to indulge his excesses anymore, and neither were the media. So we're starting to see... You know, 30 years old, you're thinking the talent would fade. So now they're going to gang up on him. You can't benefit us anymore. You're just being this yeah. crazy party guy. I mean, after 30, you're pretty much just a walking corpse. <laughs> yeah, great. I can vouch for that. <laughs> I got a few months left on this earth. <laughs> Good luck. Damn. Well, Good we'll throw luck. you a funeral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Roast me on my birthday. <laughs> so you, you guys mentioned the possibility of a, a red square coke snorting experience. Oh, <laughs> this yeah, this did. I think is just as good. So he kind of briefly mentions his cocaine addiction. He said one touch and I felt like Superman and in Naples drugs were everywhere and I took more and more. 
His addiction was so serious that he even would end up snorting a line of coke in Pope John Paul II's own bathroom <laughs> during, <laughs> during a much publicized private audience with His Holiness in Rome in 1985. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's a good. He, there's a legitimate chance he's the first person to ever do coke in the Vatican. Yeah, fuck oh, no. John, <laughs> fuck John Paul Nelson ah. on, the, on the on the White House. Uh, the White, White House. House. Yeah. yeah. John Paul probably scooped the key for him. <laughs> Yo, JP, you want one of these? You got a straw? Oh, man. That'd be so amazing. Just roll up a euro. Yeah. Does it have your face on it here? Oh, wait. No, no, no. We don't scoop our own keys here. We get the Swiss Guard to do it. <laughs> we do it off their little pikes they have. <laughs> So uh, to go with the, you know, this publicized image now of him, you know, kind of falling out with Naples, there was constant suspicions about Maradona's link with the Camorra, the mafia type crime syndicate that possessed a stranglehold grip uh, on the city. The press, you know, when they unveiled Maradona, there was this one journalist who openly asked the Argentine if he knew that the, about the Camorra, because it turns out they were the ones that fronted the 500,000 extra to get oh, him. Yeah. Originally, right. you know, they were saying it was the people, the people, the people, but now they're being, it was told that the mafia kind of on behalf helped. of the people. On behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that, not the United States now. They can't just print money. <laughs> they need to get it some from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is kind of like taxes because I'm sure they were taking every business's money. So. Yeah, protection, protection. Yeah. So yeah, this, this one brave journalist asked and immediately uh, he was called out thrown out of the press room immediately everybody in the room calling for this journalist how dare he ask this two napoli security guards manhandled him off the premises and onto the first plane back home this guy was from france oh, asking the hard-hitting questions yeah <laughs> smart move french guy hitting the uh, the hard-hitting questions i thought it's just getting you put on that plane. yeah i thought this was going to end with he killed himself by shooting himself in the back of the head twice like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is Italy. We only do fluff pieces. <laughs> How big's your wife's tits? Now get on that plane. Don't turn around. One question for you, Maradona. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's this supposed friendship with this uh, Camorra, the, the Giuliano family, who are the most powerful uh, Camorista clan in Naples. So there'd be this police investigation into this relationship. They unveiled 71 photos of Maradona snapped with the family, including uh, him in a jacuzzi at their private residence and at the wedding of one of the cousins of this family. Um, yeah, actually, ooh, who would be the Don of the family? And when questioned in court, Maradona said that he had spent time with them after being invited to their home by a fan, but denied all knowledge of their underworld connections. Smart move. Play dumb. And he would, yeah, Bill Gates. Yeah, <laughs> he would later confess that he was very well aware who they were. <laughs> he said, he said they were like something out of the Untouchables movie about Al Capone. <laughs> Any problem you have is my problem. They would say, and they said that they would protect him. It was like something from the movies. He just kept saying, he's like, I loved the idea of being as close to like the, these movie uh, stories. I love a good fellas. <laughs> that's a beautiful place to be. Like when you have people with that much power who are that violent, 
but they love you. They love you. Oh my! And your only job is to play soccer. It's not yeah. like you have to even deliver cannolis because yeah. then you're still like, ah, oh, the cannolis got to taste good. You just got to think it's fresh. You know, yeah. you just got to play soccer. Yeah. yeah, just do that thing you do. Yeah, you see this boy? Watch his feet. His feet make the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. His hands make the money, too, apparently. <laughs> you see all that? How many? Can I get you an infinity? You want infinities for each one of your family members? I got it. Don't worry about it. Come on over. We'll get you set up. Come yeah. down to the dealership. <laughs> Anything you want. So, you know, the, the misdemeanors of Maradona's time in Italy, the cocaine addiction, his, his gangster relations, and his extramarital affairs, they s- remained relatively hidden to the public until the 1990-91 season because by 1990, the World Cup is in Italy. And Diego Maradona plays for Argentina. Oh, no. I see what's happening Yes, And what's going to happen is that uh, Italy would be infamously eliminated on penalties in the semifinals of the tournament by Argentina. (laughs) You are not my son anymore. And it was Maradona... (laughs) It was Maradona who had scored the last oh my penalty, oh, the, nail, no. the last nail in the coffin. If he was smart, he would have just played injury immediately. Walk yeah. out, minute yeah. two, just go, it's all broken. <laughs> we don't love you. I cannot play and I cannot decide. <laughs> that's a rough spot. Yeah. yeah. No, that's That that's is tough. rough. Yeah. It's tough. Who's going to turn his back on his Argentinian folks? Man. With their bland ass food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you have? Meat? Yeah. Awesome. What else? More meat. That's nice. it. <laughs> Another steak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's diversity, man. That's a diverse yeah. cuisine. <laughs> There's actually uh, one guy that lived in my house growing up that was Argentinian, and he he would cook, you know, a family meal every now and then. It was chicken cutlets steak and mashed potatoes and that was it nothing <laughs> yeah. else no oh, no vegetables yeah. they didn't exist uh, i loved that's it. all you need and my-, my mom was furious every time she's like this is a growing boy he needs you know every other thing yeah. that you didn't put on the plate so yeah this this semi-final this this big game between italy and argentina was actually played in naples as well Oh, my God. <laughs> and, oh. And, yeah. Did the planners like was the planner the French reporter? I mean, <laughs> yeah. was, like, I'm gonna fucking get this guy. If, if we know FIFA, they like to yeah. make it as dramatic as possible. So Maradona kind of preyed on the division between Italy's north and south. He wanted to encourage many to support Argentina, right? The Southerners, you know, being <laughs> anti-Italy, in a sense. I'm sure yeah. that'll work. Yeah, he said, I don't like the fact that now everybody is asking Neapolitans to be Italian and to support their national team. Naples has always been marginalized by the rest of Italy. It is a city that suffers the most unfair racism. So he's trying to gain favor, somehow turn Italians against one another. And I'm also sure there are a decent amount of players on the Italian team from the South. Yeah. No, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the mighty race of Nepalese. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, uh, actually, the Juventus president, said himself, we could never have imagined that the people of Naples would stop supporting Italy. They just didn't think that that was ever going to be a thing. Uh, Maradona would become a public hate figure following Italy's elimination. Uh, the, the newspaper Gazzetta dello Sport labeled him the devil. Uh, meanwhile, La Repubblica ran a survey asking its readers to choose the historical figure they despised the most. Sure enough, Diego would top the poll by a landslide ahead of many war criminals and dictators. 
and overnight. <laughs> well, they were always chill with Gaddafi. So yeah, yeah. Gaddafi was yeah. chill. Yeah, it's yeah, tight, I mean, dude. Yeah. You can tell when, Amer- when when he's wearing glasses, you know he means business. Always wearing glasses. Yeah. It's yeah. Tight. yeah. Yeah, so overnight, Maradona lost all his political protection from the press, the judiciary, and following the that Spartak debacle, the issue in Russia. And all the 16-year-old girls, too. <laughs> all, the, all the young the teens. I hate you, face. Yeah. Wait, are you... I, I'm kind of reading into... I'm going into, like, what Italians do when they don't like someone. So Ooh. that they, like... Hang him on a rope and then drag him around town and shoot him in the head or whatever. You want to know what they do? They tell them about a cousin that they have. (laughs) (laughs) Every time an Italian doesn't like you, they tell you about a cousin. Mm. I got a cousin who's going to fuck you up, buddy. Okay? Every time. Let me bring family into this. Listen, I might yeah. be stupid as fuck, but I got a cousin who's fucking pretty smart, and he's mean he's too. He's smarter than me. And he comes in oh, swinging, you yeah. know what I'm saying? All right, I'm late, I'm late for a blowout. Yeah. Got my cousin. But I got a cousin. Remember that. It's all the same cousin. That's the crazy part. Yeah, it's just weird. one guy who yeah. lives in Massapequa. <laughs> yeah. My cousin, Jimmy Windmills. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's, he's always busy. Swinging arms when he walks in. <laughs> He's got, like, he's got 700 tribal tattoos. <laughs> the man could power the whole house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so all of his indiscretions were shared publicly, and now 1990 World Cup final would be between Argentina and Germany. And as the national anthem was being played for Argentina, Italians in the stands whistled, booed, and yelled over the anthem. And this is honestly one of my favorite clips that I've seen of Diego Maradona's time playing. You see, as as the world or as the national anthems are being played, they usually go down the line of players as they're singing, or they just have a hand on their chest. And Maradona's the last guy. And as the camera pans down the lineup, the only one to respond to the fans was, of course, Maradona. And you literally see him just look around the stadium <laughs> multiple times, and you just like see him whipping around. Yeah, he's like shocked that there's all this anti him, and you just see him mouth. Io de puta, just multiple <laughs> times, just sons of bitches. You sons of bitches. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was pissed off. And uh, sadly, Argentina would go on to lose 1 0 uh, to Germany thanks to an 85th minute penalty. So it felt, you know, I guess karma like for the Italians mm. to watch uh, Argentina lose on a penalty. So 1990, he has that World Cup issue. Now all of Italy hates him, it seems. You know, early in 1991, you know, his his name was splashed all over the papers for his alleged links to a dope trafficking network connected to the mob, surely. And his voice was identified eight times in a tapped phone call, but was cleared of any involvement, which carried a penalty of up to 20 years in prison. And he was, however, charged with possession of cocaine and handed a suspended sentence and five million lire fine. Which is like $36. Yeah, Yeah, it's not much, not much. So, again, all of Italy against him. Now we have prostitutes coming forward with kiss-and-tell stories of cocaine-fueled nights with Maradona, and some of them allegedly fixed by Camorra-related associates of the player. So now even the mob is like, you know... Right, we're, we're, we are Italian, so... What is that tactic? I still don't think it works that well, though. It's like, what we're going to do is get a few of these hookers. I'm real fucked up. And I got this cousin. Yeah. I got this cousin. She She's gets great top. Yeah. Yeah, Donna Windmills. <laughs> and after Diego goes and cries on the big old boobies because he can't yeah. get it up that long, he's upset about Italy not liking him so much. 
My God, it's going to be a story for everyone. <laughs> Better watch out for Victoria Vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess just like, again, painting him poorly, I think it just helps the fans of the teams kind of be like, we don't want this guy. They're all turning on him. Yeah, they, they want to make sure he doesn't have that cult status. They're trying to ruin... That contrast between him literally being replaced in the Lord's Prayer with, uh, you know, hanging out with loose women. (laughs) (laughs) Loosey goosies. I mean, we're in Italy, and it's like you're supposed to have a mistress when you're Italian, correct? That's how it works. But you can't be cheating on your mistress as well, because... Yeah, you gotta have some trust in this. Yeah, you have to be like, hey, you're my wife, I love you so much, you have all the children. Please ignore Cynthia. Yes, <laughs> and she lives in an apartment over there, don't worry, the lights stay on here, the, the, the cable's not getting cut here before yeah, there. And your wife I understands, you because before you got married, she was the mistress to some, someone else. <laughs> exactly, so you need this, there's a chain of command, as soon yeah. as you start throwing these girls in there, oh my god, feelings. <laughs> Me a circle of life. <laughs> Damn. Shit's crazy. So yeah, we now have the final nail in the coffin for Maradona's career in Italy. Sadly, he would finally be tested by uh, the league for cocaine, and of course he tests positive. This was right after a game against Bari, which I had to highlight because that's my co-host's favorite team. Nicknamed the Cockerels. <laughs> it's literally just just a picture of a rooster. That's their logo. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Wait, where are they from? Uh, Bari, I want to say... If it's a rooster, then it's, uh... France. Portugal? (laughs) Yeah, no, they're big on their rooster. I want to say it's, uh... So are the French. Yeah, it's a symbol of the French national... nation. Yeah, when I was in Portugal, everywhere just had... It's like, they're into it. The cocks. A lot of cocks. Yeah, a lot of those European countries really love cock. Yeah. Old rocks and cocks. How do you spell it? Bari, B-A-R-I. I didn't want to say anything because I know Peter listens to everything I do. And he's going to be pissed off at me, but this is where your research comes in. Peter, let Peter. me ask you. You got a cousin? He for sure has a cousin. <laughs> oh, they're, they're a southern team, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. They're, uh, they're on the heel of the boot. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. yeah. It's a very crucial part of the boot. Yeah, very crucial yeah. part of the story, too. Uh, so, yeah, he would be handed an unprecedented 15-month playing ban, which was more than the three months he got in Spain. And, yeah, so he's booted out of Italy out. entirely. He would never be the same player again, they say. His drug abuse would only intensify and eventually almost claiming his life in the following decade. Well, now he's got no distractions from the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Travis, you're surrounded by him in Portland. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're very... It's a different, you know, it's ta- different job. It's tax it season, so they're very busy trying to get it all up their nose and in their veins. I got to write off these syringes. <laughs> so, you know, he has, he has to, quote-unquote, serve this ban, but he'll come back in 1992, back to Spain. He'll, uh, he'll play for a team, Sevilla. Um, Maradona flew in. He sang Sevilla being champions. You know, it almost seemed like a fantasy. This guy's... 31 now he's had all this drama publicized is this when he had also started to show that he'd been partying hard like you can Mm. see it in his (laughs) oh yeah what in his nostrils Mm. no you like he 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 balloons a bit he balloons oh yeah oh yeah now we're in sevilla we're in spain andalusia he always seems like he only goes to the (laughs) the separatist parts of spain Mm. (laughs) i'm noticing yes so yeah um here he was, another southern city with designs on altering the natural order. Again, the <laughs> southerners trying to 
topple over the, the popular northerners. So Maradona was returning from a 15-month ban for using cocaine, but he was only 31. So there was time for another glorious chapter. And this time he was reunited with uh, Carlos Bilardo, so it's Sevilla's coach and the man who had helped guide Argentina to the World Cup win in 1986. So familiar face, as he said, when he's surrounded by people he's familiar with, friends. Back with his boys. Yeah, he's back with his yeah. boys. So... uh Sevilla president Luis Cuervas had promised to deliver Maradona, uh, but an offer of two and a half million was rejected. So two and a half million for a 31-year-old Maradona. Bilardo threatened to walk out if his star man did not arrive, but the season began without him. And it would take the intervention of Set Blatter and FIFA to strike a deal. Oh, my God. Which I feel Ooh. like is the exact opposite of, of like the potential of like Chris Paul going to the Lakers. Yeah. I remember that was like a big deal. <laughs> And then the league comes in and goes, no, no. no. (laughs) This time it's, yes. Make it happen. (laughs) Make it happen. So the powers that be were anxious for Maradona to return because they wanted him to have good time in in preparation for the 1994 World Cup. They're like, get this guy playing again. He's magic. You know, the little boy that, you know, halftime shows and all that. So they're the center boy. (laughs) He's the centerpiece. (laughs) You can't have a World Cup without gritty. The human centerpiece. (laughs) So there was a a five-hour meeting at FIFA headquarters. Bladder was mediating between the two, tried to help strike a deal. So what would end up being is a four and a half million fee covered by Silvio Berlusconi's Italian media company on the guarantee that Maradona Sevilla, as they would surely henceforth be known, would commit to playing a series of friendlies around the world. So they were like, basically... The showboy has to go and do a he world tour. He has to tour. go do the world tour. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That was the deal. Like, we'll send him to Spain. All good, but you got to do a tour. So- There's tiny kids in Africa and Japan that got to see this boy. <laughs> the boy that's now a 31-year-old man. 31-year-old boy. Who has four kids. <laughs> yeah, we know. That we know. That we know. Yeah. yeah. So late September 1992, Diego arrives with Sevilla. So Sevilla ran throughout the summer in celebration of the 500th anniversary of Christopher Columbus setting sail for the new world. <laughs> and it was closed within weeks of Maradona's arrival. There was a new circus in town. So this <laughs> big Christopher Columbus anniversary was immediately washed aside to have this. Wow. Argent- Punishing the Italians show. again. Yeah. You know what? It's like, oh. <laughs> they just gave us spaghetti and pizza and cars we don't have here, yeah. really. And this is how we repay them. How dare us? <laughs> <laughs> so days after his arrival, Sevilla's membership, like the, uh, I guess, uh, season season uh, ticket holders, jumped from 26,000 to 40,000 as Ooh. soon as he arrived. And the Dang. club al- the club made $2.2 million alone in ticket sales just from his name being attached. Wow. So he's still, he's still very attractive, uh, you know, to the world of football. So Bilardo explained the situation to the squad in a famous team meeting. Uh, they were all in the background now, and this was now going to be the Maradona show. <laughs> that must have gone over well. Yeah. <laughs> and if they put their faith in his genius, then this wild ride could lead somewhere special. No one was going to argue. They're like, all right. You all stink. This guy might yeah. have a hope yeah. for us. He's got Just something. Pass, <laughs> pass the ball to him. That's it. That's all your job now. <laughs> no, and it, exactly. As soon as he came in, uh, the captain for Sevilla at the time, Manolo Jimenez, just handed him the captaincy, gave him the armband. He's like, you're captain now. And uh, the defender, Juan Martagón, said, nobody could imagine Maradona without the armband. 
And sure enough, training would end up being moved from the morning to the afternoon. (laughs) And many suspected that there was another reason. I can't imagine what that was. So yeah, his nocturnal habits didn't change at all. And he turned up always with a considerable entourage. And he was still living in a city hotel at the time. He would crash his Mercedes at 2 a.m., I think, in, in the first month that he was there. So he eventually moves into the, the villa of Juan Antonio Ruiz Roman, the most famous bullfighter in the world at the time. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And well, because... I, Maradona, who's that guy? Yeah. Uh, it's all about Juan, Juan. Ruiz. Yeah. It's like a Michael Jordan of bullfighting. Yes. And because I haven't mentioned any nicknames yet, I, I, sure enough, this guy had his own. He was nicknamed Spartacus. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. A bullfighter named Spartacus? That's awesome. <laughs> That bull is my slave master. <laughs> Must kill the bull. They call him the milker. <laughs> As the bull's coming, he just rolls under. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. He doesn't even have udders. Yeah. He's just tugging. Uh, sir, that's not an udder. <laughs> oh, that's why the bull's so angry. Uh, yeah. That's not an udder. It's a nutter. <laughs> So yeah, this this world tour that he had to do, it began uh, with a star-studded game against Bayern Munich. Um, Maradona made his bow and Sevilla won 3-1. It was just a friendly, but it was not just any game. It was a great show. So kind of like, a, I guess to them, Cirque du Soleil or Blue Man Group, who knows. Um, and there were many others. He played against, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Paul Gascoigne, Gaza. Mm. Oh, he's a good one. Uh, played against uh, his team Lazio, won one draw. Maradona had an almost bicycle kick, almost won with a free kick. They went to Sao Paulo, they went to Porto, they went to Istanbul, played against Galatasaray. And especially in, in Turkey, the crowds were worked up with a frenzy just from his presence. And sure enough, he, with the world tour, would return to Buenos Aires for a game against his old team, Boca. And, I thought uh, it was. I thought you were going to say the little kids team. The oh yeah, yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> the, fuck you, kids. <laughs> seven, seven little pitches yeah, or the little, little onions. Little onion. <laughs> it's the Japan game show all over again. Yeah. Just him and him and Argentinian kids. Just like doing sliding into them, just yeah. set, going yeah. fly, flying. <laughs> so the the Sevilla team said they didn't see fanaticism until they were with Maradona going back to Argentina. Oh wow! Yeah. They were just like, this is insane. Bef- like, yeah, before you got to the Argentina part, I was a little worried that your world tour had so far covered Spain, Portugal, and Turkey. <laughs> like, I was wondering, like, how world is this? Yeah, is no, this no it's not much of a world tour. But I guess when it comes to FIFA, they're saying world tour just because they're like, all right, you're going to go outside of your league. Right. But right. to them, it's like, what are the best leagues? Well, it's Europe. It's all the European. Yeah, it's all the European <laughs> ones. And then we'll go to Argentina, but only because of Maradona. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that was actually the extent of the world. Tour. Oh, all right. We're done. <laughs> After Argentina, that was it. Uh, so now we're back in Spain, La Liga. He was anxious to entertain, you know, he failed with Barcelona, uh, his home league debut. He scores the winning penalty, but it's more remembered for the moment when he spotted a tinfoil sandwich wrapper when sauntering to take a corner and the foil had been scrunched up into a ball. And that was all the invitation that he needed. He promptly f- flicked it up and proceeded to juggle with it. Much to the delight of Sevilla fans, it felt like a vintage Diego, right? They said, he's back. Yeah, you know, they said, you know, what people could do with a ball, he could do with an orange. And here you see him just scrunched up tinfoil. I was like, oh, God. 
Dude, and I go always go after the scrunched up tinfoil because there could be a sandwich in there. <laughs> See, that was that was my first thought. Too. Yeah. <laughs> He's a crust guy. He's, He's always been yeah. a crust guy. Mom, yeah. cut out the center of that sandwich. Yeah. And roll the crust up for me. Yeah, he just picks up that tinfoil and shouts, do you want the leftovers? Can I have the arrest? <laughs> it's good. Well, they got their trash boy. Yeah, they're, trash. They're trash old poor trash, trash boy. Yeah. He's like, well, you yeah, know where I was from? We didn't have anything. <laughs> Aluminum foil? That's the future. <laughs> yeah, we used to hide things under our shirts. Now you have tinfoil. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I can hide so many things under the shirts I can afford. <laughs> this reminds me of when I was a boy. <laughs> the good old days. Who's got cocaine? Yeah, so they said, uh, you know, not just the tinfoil, but they said they saw it several times in training. He'd see a lemon on the ground and would pick it up with his foot and hold it until he was bored. Which Matt? isn't, honestly, just being in Spain, not surprised. Yeah. There's just, like, fruit trees everywhere. There's lemons and, there's lemons and oranges. No shortage of them. Yeah. Floating around. Strewn about. You know yeah. what? That might be why Diego was late to everything, but he probably had, like, a he had like that Tracy Jordan thing where he had to lie about this crazy lifestyle. Yeah, meanwhile, he's just, like, juggling lemons yeah. at home. Like, just like, see him in an alley yeah. making fruit salad. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a flower. I got to make it look like a, I got to live up to my Coke habit. Yeah. But yeah. really, I've just been juggling this yeah. melon for three hours. I just read an article about scurvy, and I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, so... There were those who tried when Diego was not there to, you know, to replicate that. And they said it was impossible, even at 30%, because, again, he had the, the binging of coke, nightlife, and whatever. He was still 100 times more skilled than any other player on the field, yeah. it seemed. He's that much better. Yeah. Um, it is striking that the prevailing view among his teammates at Sevilla is that his presence was a gift. Sociable and generous, he endeared himself to them right from the start. So. He seems like a great guy in the dressing room, and you know you got to have one of those. Um, one of his uh, teammates, Monchi, who would later become the club's sporting director, remembers Maradona taking one look at Monchi's fake Rolex and quickly buying him a real one. And others <laughs> were given shirts or the opportunity to take one of his many fast cars for a spin. And late-night dinners, parties, he always made sure his teammates were there. So they all said it was joy, it was happiness. Uh, one of his teammates there, Diego Simeone. Oh, yeah. What? That kind of explains a lot about Diego Simeone. It does explain <laughs> a lot, Diego Simeone. Yeah, fill us in. I, I yeah, he's it. he's Thank now a, a, a the head coach at Atletico Madrid. This guy wears all black, like black suit, black shirt, okay. slick back hair. He used to be a piece of shit. He's all- <laughs> <laughs> used to be a piece. He's like the very stereotypical, like, Southern European, like, skeezy kind of look. Okay. But yeah. always in really nice suits. Yes. That kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, nice... I feel like the skeezy kind of look is always. Yeah, that's why. Nice. I, I, yeah. I used, yeah. Yeah. Does he have uh, a thin mustache or something? Or... No, usually, like, uh, he f- like looks like he forgot to shave that morning yeah. kind of okay. beard. Stubble or he'll yeah. have, like, a thin goatee. A thin yeah. goatee. Thin oh. goatee yeah. or stubble. Mm. So yeah. he's a magician. And he's also, he's also... An Argentinian as well, so they had that connection. I think there's an image. He had crazy hair. I think at one point he almost had the samurai haircut, like cut oh. the top of his head, had had the bow in the back and everything. That's what I'm going to do when I cut my hair. You're going to cut gonna it do that or, a, or just like a sick mullet. Mm. Ooh, I'm go hard. <laughs> yeah, so Maradona's arrival... An important step, an important moment for the team. Many of the young boys felt sheltered by him, and oh, it awesome. made them grow. And they were grateful for the times that they 
that they were able to live football with Maradona. Yeah. Well, you always remember who gave you your first line of Coke. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That's, that's the growing up experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of the games remembered fondly, a 2-0 victory over Real Madrid, massive Spanish team in December, was inspired by Maradona, and he had instructed his uh, barber to replicate his haircut from Mexico 1986 so from the world cup in 86 <laughs> that they won he was like just give me that hair uh and in those early months they said he did like a good impression of that player again this 31 years old coked out gaining weight and he's like just give me the hair and i'll just do that and the barber's it, it like you sure <laughs> he's like i don't know if you could pull off 86 yeah <laughs> yeah no out of shape guys with young men's haircuts is like it's never gonna huge work red flag yeah, yeah massive massive <laughs> Um, and then I, I only looked at this just because uh, my family history, Croatian, um, Sevilla had this young striker, Davor Suker, Croatian guy, who ended up being one of the, one of the best uh, Croatian players and eventual top scorer at the 1998 World Cup. He said, you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch Diego on television in my room. Suddenly, I found myself sharing breakfast, training, and a locker room with him. And I was hoping he would teach me something. And then finally he called me. He said, I don't want you to run to the sides or anything. Just keep your head down, run towards the goalkeeper. I'll give it to you. <laughs> said very few players in the world could say that, but he was one. <laughs> if you watch my goals for Sevilla, they always came the same way. And I had, I've, I've rewatched his highlights. He literally just runs forward, head down. <laughs> and Diego finds Diego him. just passes it to him and he just scored. Wow. Sick. He was just told wow. him, he's like, just do that, you'll be fine. Like, that was his tip from one yeah. of his biggest, you know, admirations as a as a young football player. That's as, really sick, actually. That's like, a, yeah. that's an actually, like, that's a cheat. He's like, you know? I'm going to reveal to you this the hidden secret. Just do, just keep your head down. He's been, He was a striker, right? Like, mainly? Or has he, he was, moved around front? Or is he defending? Or... So he's more so like an attacking midfielder, like right behind the strikers. Oh, okay. So he has the ability to, you know, make a goal, whether it's passing it to someone or just scoring beautifully off a dead ball or right outside the box. So he was always a, an offensive threat no matter what. Okay. Yeah. Fair question. So, no, he, yeah, he, I he mean, was, him feeding the ball to the yeah, striker is like what yeah. he's... It's his bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this would be a weird part if I said he was a goalkeeper. <laughs> then you'd be like, holy shit, this oh guy's amazing. Oh, the hand of God makes sense now. That shit. <laughs> That's why he's so good. He uses his hands. Right, he's a hand guy. <laughs> Everyone knows him as the hand man. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Sevilla were in the top half of the table looking good for the ability to earn a place in Europe. Like, if you land in the top four to six league spots, you get a chance to play a European competition. So the best of the best. Uh, problems were on their way, and ironically, the source of them was the very reason why Bladder and the rest of FIFA had wanted Maradona back in action. Uh, he eventually earns a recall to the Argentinian football team, or national team, I mean. So Alfio Basile, the manager for Argentina, couldn't ignore him any longer, right? They, he had the cocaine ban and all that. After two years out of the Argentinian national team, Maradona was brought back for a series of friendlies, and now he's giddy with excitement. He's yeah. getting to play with the national team again. He wasn't sure if he was going to get that. And Sevilla weren't happy with it. Sepp Blatter and FIFA weren't happy with it because they just wanted him to play in Spain, play for a league. So games in, in La Liga would continue, and he was needed by his club for multiple matches, but he departed without the club's permission to play for Argentina. 
And because of that, the relationship between him and Sevilla never recovered. The visits to training became less frequent. They say he was at least two stones overweight, so almost 30 pounds. And they immediately started to plot their exit strategy. Back then, that was a lot of weight. Today, they would call that healthy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I keep telling my doctor. I was like, I'm healthy, right? That's a 30. That's a healthy 30. Use the 1994 measuring sticks. (laughs) How many Diego's does this look like? Uh, I'm only a few pebbles, sir. (laughs) Do you know your stones? Stones is such like a, a, it's 14 pounds stone. Yeah. Yeah, look at you. Um. What a strange denomination. I know. I had to, the, I didn't the fucking like... English, like, yeah. they look down on us for using the imperial system that they invented, and they use the imperial, the metric, and fucking whatever the British stones thing is. Yo, the imperial is tight. The imperial fucking works. Shit's tight. I know exactly how tall I am every time. Yeah, I don't have to, like, <laughs> use some fairy tale way of describing or talk about a geological... Uh, phenomenon to describe my weight yeah well it's like the british they're like oh it's uh the town is 58 kilometers away but the speed limit's 40 miles an hour uh and your car has to weigh less than 25 stone <laughs> give me a break like, fellas. pick one britain yeah. yeah pick one come on yeah so sevilla are plotting their exit strategy they're like all right he's leaving us for argentina they immediately start hiring private detectives because they know historically uh if there's anyone uh that will help get Maradona out of a team. It is Maradona himself. He's just always yeah. going to do something wrong. He's going to kiss a man eventually. Yeah. Women, you know, you get 4,000 in, you're like, well, I need something else. <laughs> yeah, I got to try something new. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Maradona would be caught by police driving his Porsche at high speeds throughout the city. That's when things started to unravel. That was like the first, like, uh-oh. Uh, the breaking point came in Maradona's final home game, a 1-1 draw early in the second half. He was subbed off, and he received a volley of abuse from fans. And he would never play for Sevilla again. He would leave the town in 1993, with the team having finished an underwhelming seventh place just outside of European places. And his final act was to file a lawsuit because of the unpaid money that he left when he was owed in his contract. So... Yeah, he uh, Two, kind of, three rough exits already. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's really good at that. So, is there such thing as an Argentinian goodbye? Because I think we're inventing <laughs> one right now. Yeah, I think I think we figured it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, the Irish is you disappear. We all know that one. Yeah. The Argentinian is you disappear loudly <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and ask for money afterward. You call <laughs> your <laughs> cousin who's still there. You fuck shit up. It's pretty rock and roll. Hey, I brought a you know I brought like. Uh, four bottles of Coke and uh, a I need a money from that because I didn't even drink any of the Coke. I had like one. Uh, I need like $14. I need a stone of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> one stone of dollars, please. That's the Argentinian goodbye. I'm going to start doing that. One stone. One stone I'm leaving. Of dollars. Fuck all of you. And then call someone and be like, yo, you owe me money. Here's my Venmo. It's like I only have square cash. Yeah. It's not good enough. So, yeah, 1993, Diego will move back to Argentina to play for Newell's Old Boys. And it was, yeah, great name. So he was on on Boca Juniors as a kid. Now he's on the Old Boys. Yeah, Newell's Old Boys. Yeah, signifying Uh, his age. So, actually, it was here where he made his debut in front of a six-year-old Lionel Messi. Oh! Who was a ball boy at the game. That's cool. I didn't know Messi watched him play. He's probably a sick ball boy. He's yeah. like, I got that hyper focus. Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah. and he was super like 
Yeah, he was only four, at the four time. foot two at the time. Yeah, like, Maradona yeah. comes over. He's like, "Stop juggling that ball! You're out. You're out showing me." <laughs> now, that, without expo- like Messi, he he looks at soccer balls like some percent of the population looks at trains or planes, right? Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's all I'm gonna give you. All right. Mm. <laughs> it's good though. You need people like that. Yeah. So 1993 is back in Argentina. 1994. The World Cup is now hosted in lovely U.S. of A. And uh, the actual story of the 1994 World Cup and Maradona's part in it, relatively short. His playing time for the entire tournament is restricted to only two appearances, totaling 173 minutes on the field of play. And it is the build-up to and the aftermath of those 173 minutes where the real narrative of Maradona's fourth World Cup lies. So the Argentinian national team struggled to qualify for the tournament. They, at one point, lost 5 nothing to Colombia. Uh, this guy, Coco Basile, taken over as manager, decided to stick with the squad that had won the previous two Copa Americas, a.k.a. without Diego. Um, then it came the call to arm. Once things started getting nervous, like Argentina might not make it, the prayers, people, Argentina called for Maradona. They're like, cheat code, bring it in. You know, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Up, right. up, down, down, left, left, right, right, <laughs> square, triangle, circle, or whatever. Snort, snort. So, yeah. <laughs> snort, Look, you, snort. Can, you can play around in other countries, but when the World Cup's in America, you got to up your game. <laughs> you don't really give a shit, to be honest. Yeah. yeah we're, we're just discovering the sport for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it only one to zero? What the hell is nil? Why do I keep saying nil? What kind of number is that? That's some bullshit. Why is the time counting up? Yeah. <laughs> I need to know when this is over. Luckily, luckily, the their last two games, the chance to qualify was up against uh, Australia. Oh, luckily, luckily, yeah, yeah, they had no issues there. Uh, Freeze right past. Yeah, they the first game was a one-one draw in the first leg, and uh, Maradona led his country to a fortuitous one-nil win in Buenos Aires with a deflected goal, and uh, Argentina didn't care how sloppy the win was; it just meant that they were going to a World Cup and uh, that their talisman was going to bring them there. So despite England not being at the finals in the land of the three, all the usual protagonists were in attendance. Brazil, Germany, Italy, Holland, Spain, and Argentina. Uh, you heard you just left out the good old U.S. of A. from that. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they had to be there. As, as a host nation, you have to be there. Auto-qualified, Gosh, baby. Auto. Yo, we Girl, earned quick. it. We paid for it. We earned it. <laughs> exactly. Some guy's like, quick, we need to figure out this soccer shit. <laughs> Find some NBA players who ain't playing so good. <laughs> so in the lead up to the first game, actually, Maradona would pull out of the World Cup squad, citing too much pressure was being put on him, and he couldn't cope mentally. What? Yeah. It's just been his whole life. Unreal. Unreal yeah. that now's the time. And the press would end up camping outside of his house for two days, demanding an explanation. And, of course, instead of giving a lovely answer, Maradona opted for actions, uh, firing an air rifle from his driveway (laughs) at the assembled news crews. Oh, wow. Bro, (laughs) straight up, I was going to make a joke about, like, a standoff. Well, he's in America, so now it's time to use a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. He got in the white Bronco, and the rest is history. It is is 94, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Let me try this meth stuff and think about my life. (laughs) I wonder wonder who his favorite football player was. (laughs) Yeah, he he hit four separate members of the press. The police were called, and legal action was taken by the wounded. No surprise. Good. Get him. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, going into this World Cup, FIFA obviously very aware of Maradona's drug taking prior to the tournament starting. They offered him immunity from drug testing procedures, essentially giving him a free pass to carry on using banned substances in an effort to get fit for the tournament. This was because FIFA were apprehensive that the tournament lacked a star name. So they were like, we need stars. You know? Isn't Ronaldo at this World Cup? Or is this 94. just before Ronaldo? No, he's he's only like a few years old. Than yeah, me, if, right? No, 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 not Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, uh, I don't know any Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, um, yeah, he should be. I think he was really young. He for had this to one. have been young yeah. or just missed. Oh no, it. yeah, he he's. <laughs> Never mind. Spoilers for the final. Wait, it's okay. He plays the it's news okay. news reporter Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wait. <laughs> You're thinking of uh, Geraldo. Geraldo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I was just thinking of a different news report. I was thinking of, like, Tucker Carlson as a baby boy watching this gun stand up. Be like, man, I do not like Mexicans. Explain this soccer to me. <laughs> what is this? What is soccer? Oh, man. That would be fun. So, yeah, he's... Be in that room. <laughs> <laughs> he's now, you know, he's playing the first game, Argentina looking outstanding against a poor Greek side. And they were up 2 nothing at halftime. And Maradona, they describe as a metamorphosis. He was no longer, you know, this player running with the ball at his feet, jumping at every opportunity possible. He was now just a one-touch conduit. It was passed to him. He immediately passes it to someone else. Oh. But, like, not like a aimless pass. He oh, was, like, okay. the perfect setup. Just like, oh, being really good and lazy. Yes. Oh, Yes, gotcha, it was gotcha. effortless to him, it seemed. But it was just not, he wasn't the runner. He wasn't the bullish right. player that he used to be. Um. Despite being surrounded by four opposition players, he always had the old magic. He was always able to escape or place a pass that uh, opened up his teammates to score. And he would be taken off in the 83rd minute. The whole pitch, uh, all the fans left a standing ovation for him. They won 4 nothing, And uh, it's almost as if they forgot about the qualification issues. They looked amazing. The first game winning 4 nothing at the World Cup. That's sick. Yeah. Dang. And, I mean, yeah, you know, but I mean, soccer. it's Greece, and now they're, now they're playing Nigeria, also uh, a fairly good side. Nigeria went up one nothing. The Argentines refused to panic, and after 28 minutes, order had been restored. They got two goals, and the second one being um, set up by Maradona. So Argentina saw that game out, winning 2-1. Maradona left the field, holding hands with a medical nurse who was responsible for taking the Argentine captain to the drug testing area. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> His immunity's Uh-oh. gone? Seems so. It is not a familiar sight in football, and certainly not at a World Cup to see a player escorted off the pitch by the <laughs> testing authorities. Oh. Yes. However, Maradona was all smiles and waved to the adoring crowd as he left, still clutching the medic's left hand. Do you think he was yelling, like, I'm going to bang this broad? It's not what yeah. you think. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, he banged her. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use her pee, too. Yeah. That'd be a great movie twist if they did, like, his biography. They're just... He, he lays it out. Yeah. Pretty much any time like, someone's trying to get him in trouble, he just fucks him. Yeah, he's like, let me awesome. fuck my That's way out cool of this. That's a cool movie. Like, yeah. Fuck your way out of it. I've seen the videos. You all want to sleep with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask yeah. you to pee in this cup, but instead you can pee in my mouth. Whoa. And, uh, we'll call hey. it. Yeah. He's like, it might not be good for you. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, high C. High C going on there. So yeah, four days later, Sepp Blatter would announce both uh, analysis of the urine sample have proved positive. The player of the Argentinian national team has therefore violated the conditions of the doping control regulations in the match uh, Argentina versus Nigeria. 
That wasn't just like a mistake. He wasn't like this test positive for good taste. <laughs> <laughs> but this this is good stuff. Yep, dude. Why do the why do the Americans need to be a bummer so much? Come on, I know. Let them dude, do all the rules. drugs. Well, this is ninety four, right? So yeah. we're just coming out of like, well, war on drugs is winding down, but the crime bill just went through. Right. So yeah, you're looking. <laughs> yeah. There's something in our asses at all times, which is why we have all... Tipper. It's 94. Tipper's tipper. around. Tipper. Right. We yeah. have Tipper. Exactly. So, um, you know, anyone who's listening to this episode that's about our age, like that finger you felt in your asshole for your whole life, yep. that's Tippers. Tippers. Yep. Was Diego just wearing a around shirt? There. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, so... Um, Let's see. Yeah, as he gets another 15-month ban from all football. Um, all of it. Yeah, all of it. Not even the fucking... Even American Not football. even the Sega console <laughs> games. Yeah. They would, they would end up losing their, their last group game 2 nothing to Bulgaria. And Ooh, then... That's it, an ugly lose. Yeah. And then eventually, <laughs> they would go out in the next round losing 3-2 to Romania. Even oh, worse. Even worse. Yeah. yeah. Is. At least Bulgaria has cheese. Romania <laughs> yeah. I mean, just has like... Nothing. Yeah. I mean, well, Romania is kicking Andrew Tate's ass right now. In the, in the, <laughs> Ooh, the, 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 the goal. In of... 94, they did not have Tate. It, yeah, and it, also, in 94, this... they had just killed, what's his name? I think it was like a year before this. Wait, who? The When Romania overthrew their dictator, uh, oh, I, Siusca, uh, Nicholas Siuscu. I thought it was Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> I know. Uh, good Vladdy boy. Tate the Impaler. Uh, yeah, but, but since then... You know, I mean, it's this World Cup, and no action has taken place in, on behalf of Romania until Andrew Tate. <laughs> so, um, thank you for my, reminding us that it's a country, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so by 1995, Diego Maradona goes back to Argentina to his boys, the Boca Juniors. So, after serving a 15-month ban, so he wasn't able to play. He was kind of a, a coach for multiple teams. Um but now he signed a 30-month deal worth $5 million with Boca Juniors. And back in Argentina, it would kind of be an end to his playing career. It was more of a celebration of it rather than anything else. And he would play on and off from 1995 to 1997. And after rumors of another failed drug test, he officially retires. So at 37 years old, uh, overall played 343 games, 159 goals, and 82 assists. He only played 300-and-something games? Well, you got the hep. I mean, yeah, the hep- hepatitis, all the drugs. It's still it's like, He was doing quarter seasons. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. Surpri- I was just surprised. I would have guessed more. I'd, yeah. like to see yeah, a, I'd like to see a biopic where they film it all. I don't know, cast someone who's obviously Argentinian or just has that look. But like for the scene where he returns to the Boca Juniors, it's just Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> like, looking way too old. Just yeah, be like, yeah. I've done uh, fucked yeah. up, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just so, that scene. Yeah, just that. <laughs> well, one. no, they cast, awesome. they cast like a young, they cast like uh, the guy that's in Last of Us now as him, like kind of growing up or whatever. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. yeah, and then it, then it's then when he goes back to <laughs> Danny, Danny, Glover. Danny, Danny Glover, and then in the next scene, it's back to being Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah, just that, <laughs> the return scene, and then we're yeah. just like, come back, man. It's all right. It's, it's like, time thanks, to come home. Thanks for having me back, Argentina, my hometown. I love the moments. <laughs> Wow. Danny Glover's still with us, right? Yeah, he's tight. Oh, I good. like that guy. Right. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's chilling. Just want to make sure he's not dead. So, yeah, um, after his playing career, uh, he had multiple health issues. He almost died to a heart problem in 2004. 2007, he would be hospitalized again. This guy's 
was partying well after his playing career. And uh, after a period uh, in rehab, a year later, he was now Argentina's manager. Uh, <laughs> you were mentioning 2010. Yeah. We're, we're getting there because it seemed like, despite all the negatives that came from him playing, whether it was in Argentina or for the national team, it seemed like they went with blind faith because the people loved him. They saw him as, again, that cheat code. Yeah. I mean, people tend to. Historically, um, especially before now, now it's very different because, like, everyone gets called after yeah. everything. But, like, you know, like, celebrities, like, when you have that kind of love, people are very easy to forget. Oh, yeah. Like, all the weird yeah. shit you've been doing. You know, everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so sad David Bowie died. It's just like, wasn't he <laughs> fucking, like, 13-year-olds? Like, wasn't yeah. that kind of his bag? <laughs> I mean, look, Kobe. Like, <laughs> Kobe, yeah. He was yeah. beating like, the shit out of, like, raping women. Ra- raping just like, women. Just whatever. He died in a helicopter crash. He's yeah. perfect. <laughs> I mean, I would have rather died in a helicopter crash than wait in L.A. traffic. I understand. <laughs> so. well, well, you know, you, you might say that his career was kind of over at this point, but he's entering super chonk mode. So yeah. he's like the most masculine man alive at this point. Feels that way. I mean, BMI t- goes up, BMI goes up, testosterone goes down, but it should go up. <laughs> well, when you have a penchant for cocaine and you have that much money, your dick doesn't work anymore. That's science. Yeah, and that's like, how. Yeah. That's the height of being a man. Yeah, mm. agreed. Everyone yeah, sure. wants to be there. You're a nasty old man, <laughs> but for some reason, everyone loves you. Yeah. So we're here now. Sorry, yeah, we're here. No, no, it's okay. So he's going to be the manager that helps Argentina qualify for the 2010 World Cup. His first game was 4 nothing against Venezuela, so people are like, oh, shit, he's the man. Second game, they get beaten 6-1 to Bolivia, and they say it was suggested the hand of God had finally been given the chance to give Maradona a little slap. That's what all the, all the reports were nice enough to say. So... You know, goes and through. Messi's playing on this team, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Eventually, oh, yeah. The ball, ball boy, ball boy's back. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, qualification was secured against Uruguay, and Maradona launched an angry tirade at the media. He told journalists to take it up the ass before grabbing his crotch and insisting they should suck it and keep on sucking. <laughs> He's been in Italy too long. And, he got that in Italy. Yeah, yeah he, he got, learned that from Rocco. Yeah, and yeah. he was banned by yeah. FIFA for two months. It was, <laughs> man, it was supposed to be a compliment. Band. It was absolutely yeah. intended to be a compliment. We know yeah. that. Yeah, so, so the controversy continues as now he's a World Cup manager. Uh, it didn't stop. He arrived an hour late for the press conference to announce the squad that's going to the World Cup. And he, in I guess, in his lateness, ran over a cameraman's foot. <laughs> And he <laughs> rolled the window down and said, what an asshole you are. How can you put your leg there where it can get run over? <laughs> I like him. I like this. This like, is great. It this... just seemed like nothing was ever his fault in his mind. Yeah. And it's just no surprise. Um, for Maradona as a manager, he was constantly swapping out players. So it did. I guess it made sense for him to be late to this announcement. Some of the names, again, these are the guys that would end up in the 2010 World Cup. Diego Melito, Maxi Rodriguez. Uh, yes, eventually, uh, you know, Diego, Mar- oh, I almost said Diego Messi. Well, he probably and, uh, tried to put himself <laughs> he tried on to the play. team. Yeah. 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 I'm going to play. I'm going to stand in the middle with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Just pass me the ball. Shoot anyone that comes close to me. Yeah, and for the, this World Cup, you know, he's around 48 and... Despite his decisions being questionable, his belief in his players was at least, like, unwavering. He says, what we have is exquisite. Everything this team achieves will belong to my players. They will bring joy to the people in Argentina. So 
it seemed like this entire time he's always good at getting the players involved. It's almost like, like like a lot of coaches do this in all sports where they like develop, they create on their own a siege mentality of like everyone in the locker room. That's the only people that believe in you. Everyone else is against us. Even if it's complete bullshit, like this sounds like, yeah, yeah. it just helps the players almost where it's like, no one believes in you. So go fucking show them who's boss. Yeah. He, he really pushed the, his fierce loyalty to his players saying the real winners will always be the players. Managers come and go. Um, yeah, so one of the things highlighted was his training sessions before the World Cup. There's uh, Maradona would let the winners of whatever session they had take shots at the losers. They would line up <laughs> in the goal. <laughs> and, and he made sure he, in, in building uh, you know, this uh, relationship, he would join in with the losers. He would let the players take shots at him. And <laughs> so, help me know, feel something. Cute moment. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. my, my head has been numb for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know the group stages happened. Argentina looked good. They were up against Nigeria, South Korea, Greece. Took care of them all. They only conceded one goal in all of those. And uh, Maradona, less surprisingly, allowed himself to get involved in spats along the way with some of his favorite sparring partners, Michael Platini, Pele. Claudio Gentile, FIFA, and the media. Uh, he was quoted, uh, let's see, Maradona rounded on Pele, who has been quoted mm-hmm. as saying that Maradona took the Argentina job only because he needed the money. <laughs> and Maradona replied that Pele should go back to the museum. <laughs> and he, he also claimed that the UEFA president thinks he's better than all the rest because he's French. He goes, I know how the French are, and Platini is French, and he believes he's better than the rest. Um. Yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. Facts. Facts. Remember that one reporter, that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only Frenchman I've ever spoken. Yeah. Just make sure that you don't stand in the way where I can run over your feet, because <laughs> that will be your fault. That's what I'm establishing. <laughs> and and of course Germany come up again. They always seem to to play against Germany in these World Cups. And uh, there was a big spat in the build up to the game. One of Germany's players, Bastian Schweinsteiger, accused Argentina of being disrespectful disrespectful and influencing match officials he says it starts well, before. Ooh. yeah i was just gonna say yeah well <laughs> no i was gonna say sometimes you have to put your son in in line you know all those little baby germans <laughs> over there you have to be yeah, like yeah. whoa remember where you came from <laughs> italy you fucking is <laughs> yeah like i don't what was it schweinsteiger schweinsteiger yeah, yeah he's like ah, oh, the argentinian super rude it's just like well you guys have a lot of making up to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just he didn't like that they would crowd the ref and try to get a yellow card for the opposing team. He said it's not a part of the game, it's a lack of respect and they are just like that. Awesome. And yeah. They, Ooh. Uh, no, totally. But the the best was Maradona's response. Uh in an interview he tried to do a German accent and he said, "What's <laughs> what's the matter, Schweinsteiger? Are you nervous?" <laughs> <laughs> And it's crazy because Germany just beat England 4-1, so they look amazing. And now they're paired up against uh, Argentina, who, yes, have Lionel Messi, Carlos Tevez, Gonzalo Higuain. And, yep, three minutes into the game, Germany take the lead. Uh, and Argentina only just made it to halftime, trailing just by one goal. Eventually, it was a 4-0 defeat that would send uh, Argentina back home. 
Oh boy! Yeah, Ooh. I guess Not they good. were. Bye bye, Diego. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also something I forgot about was that uh, Messi did not score a single goal in the 2010 World Cup. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea. I totally forgot. Wow. Yeah. I guess he was thinking about the ball too much. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Was he on the 06 team or was tennis first? Um, he might have been. Right. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with the. The career of Messi. I was, Less important. I was doing my Maradona <laughs> research. Do, does anybody play Call of Duty, the new one? Not, Not the new one. one, no. During the World Cup, they added, <laughs> you could play as Messi. As like oh, a guy no. shooting people. <laughs> it was so retarded. I'm just like, why is Messi coming up to me with an LMG and shooting me in the face and teabagging me? Wow. I don't know, maybe he likes guns, too. Yeah. That is a weird choice. It's like, let's take a real person and just make them a uh, a murderer. <laughs> yeah, it was like three three footballers were in it. It was like Messi with Neymar. Neymar, yeah. Neymar. Neymar. Then some other dude that I don't know. Man, I wish <laughs> they would just put them in Tony Hawk, like a real oh, game. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Skateboarding around with the soccer ball. <laughs> There'd be some cool tricks. There I would mean, be. I mean, yeah. Django Fett had the, the jet pack trick i remember that one dude i i have been playing so much of the uh remake of one and two that came oh, really? out oh i love it and <laughs> apparently they canceled three and four ah. last year so Ugh. pissed i just want to play as bam argera god damn it <laughs> <laughs> Oof, if only uh so yeah there was rumors that he would get a four-year deal after the world cup and it seemed like there was a committee that agreed entirely but supporters staged a protest they weren't happy with how the World Cup panned out. There was a general disliking of several aspects of the cycle that ended with the World Cup. So uh, they decided against it. And in the decades since the tournament, Maradona would take some managerial positions in the United Arab Emirates with a team called Al Wasil. Oh, in, definitely not in it for the money. Yeah, that yeah, he's no, just no, passion. No, no. Sure, yeah. Like, yeah, what? no, I am, I am the stepson of, <laughs> of, of uh, whatever this place is. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. He, uh, it says Dubai. I don't know. Yeah, it says he enjoyed a life in Dubai in which paparazzi are forbidden. So uh, it was finally his his dream place, and before he would return to Argentina to coach Gymnasia de la Plata. And uh, in 2016, he offered to coach Argentina for free following the resignation of the previous manager. And he was outspoken in his distaste for who they would eventually hire, this guy Jorge Sampaoli. And uh, sure enough, November 25th, 2020, Maradona would die after suffering a heart attack in his home. And after several attempts to revive him, the footballer was pronounced dead and he was supposedly at the time he was recovering from a surgery to treat uh, a subdural hematoma, a blood clot on the brain, and his death would stun the nation. And of Not course, our nation. <laughs> <Different matter>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sure enough, a report would come out in 2021 that the football star had been in agony for 12 hours up until his death. Oof. And uncovered Ooh. failings that could have saved him. Oh no! Yeah, oh. he could have lawyer, still been here. His lawyer said that the ambulance took more than a half hour to arrive, which was a criminal idiocy. <laughs> and they discovered that the care Maradona received did not fulfill the minimum requirements, and that he could have survived had he had "quote unquote" adequate hospitalization. 
But who wants to survive when you're dealing with like a brain aneurysm kind of yeah. shit like that? You're just gonna come back yeah. and be like, I can't use yeah. my body. Yeah. The the attempts at resuscitation was just waving a vial of coke. In front of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean. During that last decade, he did do the he rocked the two diamond earrings on one ear look, and I mean, you gotta give him a round of applause for that. I liked when he had, the, he had a dangle cross at one point. I think as well. <laughs> that's that's classic. The Michael Jordan special. That's yeah. really in yeah. right now. It's the, back. The dangling the dangle cross. Dangle. Yeah, everyone's yeah. dangling crosses from places they shouldn't be dangled. <laughs> um, why? You know, Richie, thank you so much for yes, thank bringing you. this yeah. information, painting a, a picture of what I would consider a lovely person. <laughs> um, he's the amount of like cocaine and stuff. You think that had something to do with his health? Perhaps we'll never know. That's we'll never the tragedy. Know. Well, let's yeah. let's say that it is in the air. Why aren't more boomers dead? Because <laughs> all the cool ones died. Yeah. That's why we're stuck with all the lame ones. Oh, that's mm. it's home, I guess. I know. <laughs> I mean, well, there's always Keith Richards. He's an anomaly. Mm. He's just <laughs> sucking up the life force. Of Keeps everyone. on going. Yeah. I think that the uh, the Henson Corporation is just keeping him alive like a puppet. <laughs> He's just wearing a cloak, and there's just so many little children just like, all right, move the old guy's arms, yeah. do the rock and roll thing. <laughs> yeah, guys, okay, yeah. we have to start it up now. Ready? One. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. thanks for taking us through the life of this football superstar. Oh, you pronounced it right. Football. 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 <laughs> yeah, I love learning more uh, about Diego. Yeah, it was a true pleasure. Yeah. Portuguese is futebol. 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 It was, it was nice to dabble into sports. Maybe like the twice we've done that. Uh, yeah, we've done Ty Cobb. <laughs> oh, good choice. Uh, yeah, I think it's Diego Maradona. That's second. really that's yeah. it. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we'll have to work. Some oh, more we did do in. Jimmy Snuka, and you know WWE is a real sport. That, well, and, yeah. uh, and Chris Benoit. We did, we and did Chris Benoit. Benoit. You guys did Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh, that was right. a fun episode. I'm listening <laughs> to that first thing tomorrow. Please, please. Yeah. Do. Oh man. It, it, yeah. Uh, the ending is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> of the episode? <laughs> you decide. <laughs> yeah, go back and listen to that one, everyone. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening to Roast Mortem Cast. Your only source for whatever this is. Go to Roast Mortem Cast. Oh, oh no. Patreon.com slash Roast Mortem Cast. That's Important. the real site because that's where we get your money. Yeah. Uh, the other site, RoastMortemCast.com. It's fun looking. <laughs> uh it makes uh squarespace look not easy Ooh. yep advanced level squarespace that's right um we don't have oh we have the merch store there so that's good if you want to wear yeah. something that probably has a penis on it travis does all the merch designs and uh something like that i don't know um any other thoughts guys before we close out this no, prayer I just, session I, I think i just want to go watch diego highlights oh uh, yeah I, I don't mean him playing soccer. I mean him in the club in oh. Naples. <laughs> oh, there's some, there's some, honestly, watch the documentary on HBO. You'll you'll get a good some good party shots. Just his time in Napoli and all the partying in nice. Italy. I do want to watch that shootout. Uh, yeah, honestly, shootout. that's the only thing. You know, I should have looked more into it. There should there had to have been a clip if it was all journalism. If he was shooting at the press, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there should be some footage. Because yeah, I get that. Be. You know, I can't. I'm not mad about it, who he's shooting yeah. at. It's just mm -hmm. how he's doing it. Should have used yeah. a real gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Shane, everyone. Later. Yeah. Bye.